What's up, y'all? It's your girl, KB, and welcome to another episode of the Heart Convos podcast, where we believe it's not a hard conversation, it's a heart conversation. Today, I am joined by my awesome co-host, Raffinae. What's up, girl? Hey, hey, hey. Hey, everybody. Here we are today, just alive and well and in health and doing our best to make it today, yesterday, or tomorrow, because I heard that there are no more days of the week. As a result of what's going on <laughs> with this pandemic. I'm for real. There's no more Wednesday. It's like, well, today I did this. Yesterday I did this. And tomorrow I'm going to do this. Like, that's pretty much it. I couldn't tell you what today was anyway. So there's it's that. Wednesday. You don't even know. You had to think about it. No, I wake up every morning and I say today is day of the week and the date. So that I don't lose track of the day. Is this like a new thing or you've always done this? New, like since we've been on stay at home. Yeah. Other than that, I wouldn't need to do it because I know what day of the week it is typically. Interesting. What does that do for you to wake up and do that every morning? I just want to remember what day it is. Like, I mean, it can feel like some days feel like Saturday over and over. Some days feel like is today Tuesday? And they'll be like, no, it's Thursday. Or is today Monday? No, it's Tuesday. So I just want to keep track of like what day it is and not waste away. <laughs> not waste away. I hear you, which I feel like some people might think that they are. Um, there's, a, there's a gamut of emotions um, right now um, going around. And so let's talk about some of those today. Um, you good. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> you good? <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so let, let's talk about some of those today. So I guess my, my big question around kind of the pandemic, being on stay at home order, uh, the coronavirus, um, what's going on in our, in our country. My question for you is how are you doing? Like, how are you doing? How are you coping? Um, what, are you, what are your feelings about all of it? Or have your feelings changed maybe since it started in the beginning to where we are now? Where's Raffinae at? I, I am doing fine. So I can start there. I don't know anyone personally that has died as a result of coronavirus. I know some people that have contracted it and have recovered. I do know people that have lost people to coronavirus because of like other health issues or other health complications that were going on. And so that makes me incredibly sad just to see that people that I know are losing people, but just also just to see how many lives are being lost as a result of this like the number literally is increasing every day yeah and I don't watch the news every day because the news is not the most life-giving thing for me and too much news feels overwhelming and just like 
a whole lot of sadness. So mm-hmm. I basically pick and choose when I want to find out more information and I give my space to do that. I give myself space to do that. And then I don't do it again until I decide to do it again. So hmm. I don't watch the news every day. I'm not reading articles every day. Um, I know that the number is going up every day. And I mean, there's posts about coronavirus and COVID-19 all over social media and things like that. But I just, I kind of choose to take it in in doses Mm -hmm. because I just think that's what's best for me. Sure. Versus just kind of sitting up and being consumed for hours on end because I think that it, it can seem like a hopeless situation, although I oh, know yeah. that it is Easily. not. Like I know that, I know that there's an end that will come at some point. I don't know when, but I think just continuing to see the number rise and seeing the U.S. number of deaths move up above other places, and it's just like, man, this is crazy, and it's, it's. I think it's it's sucky is the best word I can use to describe it right now because there's so much unknown surrounding the thing. And so it's like, well, it could be airborne, but we're not exactly sure. You know, when this first started, they were like, you don't need to wear a mask unless you're sick. And now the CDC is encouraging people to even wear a cloth mask if they go out. And But you don't know if that will protect you from... Mm-hmm contracting it or not and so I just try to use wisdom when I'm when I do go out I don't go out often my schedule now for going out is like every two weeks because I still run a business I have a meal prep business and so I have changed that schedule from weekly to every other week just to minimize the amount that I have to go out and um, I find myself like trying to be more intentional about praying for people so in my bathroom on my mirror I have written in like dry erase marker different categories of people that I want to pray for and so when I wash my hands I pick a category that's on the mirror and I pray for that group of people so whether that is healthcare workers or grocery workers or people that do like sanitation work um health I said healthcare. Um, I have parents on there, teachers, educators, uh, because educators are having to like do everything online. And I know some of those people, like I know people Mm -hmm. that are having to figure out how to be an online teacher to their students. And, you know, it's what I, what I don't like about this is how insensitive people are sometimes. Mm. And I saw a post on Facebook I think it was that was like well great teachers get four months off and this was someone I went to school with and so another person I went to school with responded and was like I'm not on break for four months like I literally in a matter of days have had to figure out how to support my students how to put things out there online how to be able to like assist them and their parents in this process figure out you know, technology in a way that I've not had to use it before to still be a resource and to still be available to my kids, but also to still give them some level of education virtually. So 
that's just one example of, I think, insensitivity that mm-hmm. I've seen mm-hmm. in the wake of, of all of this. And so, um, not to mention people buying all of the things in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, guys, there are other people that <laughs> need groceries, that need some of the basic stuff that maybe people have hoarded. And it just, it saddens me. I'm like, just get what you need and... Leave the rest for other people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some of the things that I, I mean, I, I hear you kind of echoing is um, yes, how insensitive people have been during this time. I think everybody has an opinion about what this time means, what people should or shouldn't be doing, what, um, how people, you know, what makes this valid uh, or this time, you know, productive for certain people, you know, it's like, hey, if you're grinding and excelling and, <laughs> you know, doing all of the things during this time, then you are making the most of this time and doing well. And other people like, hey, if you're just figuring out how to cope every day, you know, then you're doing well. Then other people's like, hey, if you're <laughs> talking that out and processing and, you know, connecting with community, you're doing well. And other people's like, hey, if you're just taking the time to sit in all of it and just be like you're doing what like is there just Mm -hmm. so many I think thoughts about what people should be doing and not just like those individuals or their community but like everybody you go to me and like I'm like really you think everybody should be trying to build a business right now everybody should be trying to start a podcast right now like you really think that um or you think like oh you think everybody should just be like not doing anything and just sitting and being like right now like really like and so I think that's, um, I think I've seen that and I, and it can come off very insensitive, you know, I think to different people, depending on where you are. Um, and so I, I see that as well. I have not seen anything as bold as that statement you said with the great <laughs> teachers are on break for four months. Like the fact that they, they let that come out their mouth, I'm just like, oh, okay. Um, but I do also see a, t- a theme of intentionality during this time, whether whatever you're being intentional about, you're being intentional about something right now and probably something that you weren't being as intentional about prior to all of this. Right. Um, and so maybe you're being more intentional with your children because now your children are at home, you know, and they weren't at home before all of this as much. Um, I know I am. My three-year-old, we, I, I was on somebody the other day, I was like, I literally like wake my three-year-old and send her somewhere all day and then like only really get a few hours with her before she goes back to sleep. And so now being with her all day, like I'm learning so much about her. I'm learning so much about me. And I'm like, who are you, kid? Like, you know, but I'm getting to know her um, quite a bit during this time because she's not leaving, you know? And so that's been interesting. And, and, and it's, I didn't even really notice it was happening until... Or I guess I didn't really notice the extent to which I wasn't being able to, to build with her. And so um, so that's been eye-opening for me, you know. Um, my time with the Lord, you know what I'm saying? Just time of prayer and, and, and stillness and um, reflection, like, has gone up tremendously uh, mm-hmm. during this time where it's like, usually I'm too busy, <laughs> you know. And I'm not suggesting that anybody else has to feel like they're doing what I'm doing as much as those, there's some of the patterns that I see in myself being more intentional, being more intentional with uh, communication between Mike and I, we've never uh, been married during a pandemic. So it changes things, (laughs) you know, Um, what we both need during this time is completely different, you know, in, in a lot of ways than what we needed before. And so 
Yeah, I, I see the insensitivity. I also see e- extreme, you know, um, I think amounts of intentionality with different people and different pockets of of people. So there's that. I, I do see an increase in cruelty right now too because people are afraid and or they're they're upset about how all of this has come to be. And so I have a friend um, who lives in Chicago and she has been getting like all kinds of just um, obscene like com- co- comments or gestures like towards her because she's Asian and mm. um, it's been just a whole a whole thing like for her and her husband and so as she kind of recounts some of the things on social media that have been going on in, in the uh, Asian American community it's been um, it's been just really sad to see you know, um, and so I just I, in my mind, I'm like, man, I don't even know what to do. <laughs> you know, like I want to do something like the other day she called and was like this woman literally like walked past her front porch and just started like yelling things at her um, and threatening, you know, like mm-hmm. her. And I was just like, really? She was like, I literally was walking out of my house. We were about to go to the store. And um, I think people are just looking for someone to blame, you know, um, for all of this. And. Uh, it's unfortunate. So I think this time has been, I think for me personally, it's been um, some days overwhelming and disheartening. Other days it's been uh, uh, what what was the word? Um, it's been almost like recalibrating. Like I don't know if that if, if that makes sense, but I, I feel like I've been able to kind of refocus, recenter, kind of reposition myself in a more balanced way if that makes any sense because of this time so I feel like I've seen pros and cons to it while I'm walking through it but then I'm also thinking like well what the heck how long are we going to be here right in this space it's very unknown and what will be the outcome of it like what will happen on the other side of all of this so let's say we find the cure and you know people aren't um, being as impacted as intensely as they are right now then what you know, like what's next? So that that uncertainty sometimes can be overwhelming um, and discouraging. But then some days I'm like, hey, I don't have the capacity to even think about it. So I'm just going to stay right here and today <laughs> and worry about what what's going on today. Um, and so, yeah, there's there's that. Um, I have something to say. I think a lot of people do want to know, like, when is this going to be over or they're like eagerly anticipating for this to be over. And I find myself not being in that space, particularly because I'm like, nobody knows. So lots of people can guess and conjecture based on maybe how it's panned out in other countries and things like that. But I'm like, we really don't know. And so I have opted for, I'm just, And I I think I do this in general terms in my life. I'm just going to take it one day at a time because that's really all I have. Mm. And so I think that helps me to not feel overwhelmed by the things that may not end up happening Mm. because this could go. So let's say, for example, I have a friend that's graduating from uh, a grad school program. And so they have postponed graduation so if I am anticipating like, oh, well, they're not going to do graduation. And so oh, this sucks. And it can, I think, 
I think it has the ability to impact my mood or my viewpoint on things if I'm looking so far into the future for what is not going to happen or what is potentially not going to happen instead of choosing to just say like, okay, I woke up today. I'm in good health today. What do I need to do today? And literally just take it one day at a time because I just, for me, it's not fruitful or helpful to be consumed with the future stuff. And that doesn't mean I don't plan or that I don't have like goals or things that I want to do as much as I really try to not be consumed with all of that stuff. Yeah, I think I've tried not to uh, conclude a lot of things right now, like as we're kind of going through it. Um, it feels almost like a movie, <laughs> like in the sense that like you could go to the movie, watch a movie and then be like, oh, I already know what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that's going to be this mm-hmm. person. This is going to be this person. It's like you don't really know until you get to the end of the movie. So just watch the movie. It, yeah. But you have those people who are like, oh, no, 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 no. He definitely did it. So now now in watching the movie, you're reading everything that that particular character is doing a certain through a certain lens because you've concluded things about them already. You get what I mean? And so I think for me, I am trying not to conclude like that this will be the death of me, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. or I don't want to conclude that, you know, um, you know, we won't bounce back from this as a society. I don't want to conclude that, um, you know, I just don't want to conclude anything. I just want to take it one day at a time. The only thing that I find myself con- like reminding myself to conclude every day is what I know is true. <laughs> and what I know is true um, is more centered around like my faith. You get what I mean? And my beliefs and uh, who God is and what his mm-hmm. intentions are towards me and humanity and um believing that he's in control and that he sees it all and that he knows what's going on and he's not overwhelmed by it. And, you know, and so those are the things that I feel like I'm concluding are true versus like, uh, you know, whatever other thing there could be to conclude. Um, and that's been helpful for me, um, because we don't know, we just, we just don't know. I'm not saying that there won't be any consequences to all of this. I definitely believe that. I mean, I have, thought a many a time like all this money where did all this money come from that we're pulling out of all these places to 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 fix everything and who's gonna pay this money back like that's been like a huge question right like who gonna and then I'm like man I'm be paying it back (laughs) (laughs) what what are you laughing because of that song yes girl (laughs) that was a that took me out girl okay (laughs) so for the listeners who are listening there is a song um I don't actually, I've only actually heard it once before and it was a couple weeks ago. And shortly after I heard it for the first time, I saw this meme that asked like, who's going to (laughs) pay back all this money for, you know, these checks that are being put out and all that stuff. And the, the hook, the chorus of the song talks about generations of children and families and all this kind of stuff. I don't know. Raphne, you, you give us the lyrics. That's what it is. It's, uh, and your families and their families and your children and their children and their children. What's the context of the song, though? Um, oh, um, what is the song is called The Blessing. I don't really listen to it. I, I feel like womp about the song, but. Oh, OK. Um, Nothing against the people who wrote it. 
No, I didn't say that. I just feel womp about the song. I'm just like, mm, it sounds like all the other songs. You know, it's just nothing exciting to me. But anyway, um, the song is talking about the blessing of God being upon you. So, um, that's what they're talking about. Like, the blessing be so upon sing your the chorus. family and their family. No, no, I can't sing it. I, I don't know it. I, oh, okay. I, li- I literally don't listen to it. Um, but... Yeah, the meme, that took me out when I saw <laughs> that they had taken that part of the song and, and added it to that meme. So the song is like, the lady in the song is kind of like, and your family, and their children, and their yeah. children, and their children. Right? <laughs> that's <laughs> that's and how that's she... at the bottom of this caption that says, who's going to be paying for all this? <laughs> The stimulus checks or the something. The stimulus checks it. or something. And then the girl on the song is like, and your family <laughs> and your children oh and their children like, and their children. We're all going to be paying for this. You don't have no chill. Like, get out of here. Oh, <laughs> man. It's so funny. I mean, if you know the song, it's hilarious. If you don't, you're like, get up, move on. <laughs> Elmo, <laughs> like my mom said, enough. Let's move on. <laughs> Oh my gosh. We're going to Elmo this and then move on. Um, oh all right. Gosh. Anyway, so uh, just last, before we hop off uh, the call, it's not, not going to be a long conversation this week. Um, what, are, what is some perspective do you think that we can offer um, our listeners amidst what's happening? I'll go first. Oh, you can go first. Go no, for it. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I have three things that have been kind of told to me from a, a mentor of mine that I have really been encouraging people to to uh, think through. And that is, one, um, acknowledge your feelings. Acknowledge how you're feeling about everything that's going on. I think so many times people um, go through difficult things or just go through anything and they don't give themselves permission to feel whatever it is that they're feeling, whether it be in their relationships or a huge experience. And that's high or low, right? We don't give ourselves permission to feel low about stuff and we don't really give our persistence ourselves permission to feel joy about things either like extreme like happiness about something or you know and so I would say give yourself um space to feel however you're feeling um whenever you're feeling it okay and I'm not encouraging you to just sit in that place and that be it like I would say acknowledge it sit with it if you can share it with someone else um, and then the second thing I would, en- I would encourage you to do after you acknowledge how you feel is to, uh, remind yourself of what you believe and whatever that is for you that keeps you grounded. You could do that for me, um, as a Christian, it's reminding myself what is true, like who God is, what is eternal, what matters the most, um, especially in light of all of the different things that are, that are happening. Um, what is true, you know, um, where my hope is anchored, the things that keeps me personally from feeling like a wave like you know that's like going back and forth and like tossed everywhere so I feel like for me um my faith and what I believe acts as an anchor kind of to my soul to my emotions to my to my mindset right and what's really cool about that visual is being like anchored right if you're like a ship or boat or whatever you're anchored it doesn't mean that you're not going to move (laughs) and I think sometimes people put this pressure on themselves to be like steady like solid as a rock you know uh and so a, a boat that is in a in in water that is kind of uh what's the word uh water that is 
active or moving or whatever, um, the boat doesn't drift off <laughs> into like the distance because it's anchored, you know, but it doesn't mean that the boat doesn't move. The boat will move. The boat will be, you know, affected by what's going on in the water. But again, it won't go adrift. It won't lose its, its, its grounding, so to speak. And so, um, so yeah, I would say, remind yourself of what you believe. And then the third thing I would say is just act on what you believe. Um, versus acting on how you feel. And so because you know what grounds you, what anchors you, where your hope is, like live based on those things, not based on your feelings. And so uh, those are three things that I would encourage people to do during this time. What's some perspective that you can offer? So I would go back to your step one and if you're acknowledging how you're feeling i think you have to actually know what the options are so you might need to Mm -hmm. do some research on different feelings and i mean you don't have to go you can literally google like feelings wheel and start there um i love feelings wheels because i think they most of them have a center that has like six core emotions and then it kind of spreads out and gives more detailed Mm -hmm. uh expressions of those words and so sometimes that can be helpful for people to identify like what is going on and I would even try to trace it so if you find yourself anxious asking yourself what is causing this feeling so I'm anxious because my job is closed and I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills so that it's not just, well, I got this feeling, but I don't really know what's going on. Because sometimes mm-hmm. being able to trace the emotion can help you to identify if this is like a helpful or unhelpful emotion. But then also help you to identify if there's some action that needs to be done or that can be done mm-hmm. to actually deal with said emotion. So um, that's one part. I think also just... Allowing everybody's process to be its own. So even in acknowledging the way that you feel, I think just because you feel that way doesn't mean everybody else feels that way. Hmm. And sometimes I've seen that people attempt to project onto other people how they're feeling. Sure. So some people are like, ooh, I just can't, I can't wait. You know, we so sick of being in the house. And I'm like, I'm not sick of being in the house. I'm actually fine with being Mm, in the house mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. I'm a homebody and I'm introverted. And my introversion presents very different than other people because I've seen some introverts that are like, I'm introverted, but I would like to get out of the house. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I don't feel that way, but that's fine. I'm not like, you ain't no real introvert. I'm just like, (laughs) okay. Like, my introversion isn't isn't presenting in that way and I think that's okay and I think I would like to see people allow everybody to be where they are and to be feeling what they are and that to be okay Mm -hmm. and to not feel as if we've got to push other people into feeling what it is that we're feeling for some people this is overwhelming for some people they're working more for some people they're working less for some people they like Oh my God, I'm like, this is the best time in life to not have any children. Um, (laughs) Because (laughs) I can wake up when I want to. I go sleep when I want to. I take a nap if I want to. I ain't got no kids pulling on my leg. Now, I got littles and I try to FaceTime and check in with them and all that. But I'm like, 
if I ain't ever been grateful to not have any children, <laughs> today is the day. Um, but I also realize that some of my friends that have kids, they're like loving this time. They're like, oh my God, I've not spent so much time. And some of my friends are like, I just need three minutes like to use the bathroom and right. somebody not be knocking on the door. No, somebody not coming in that mug. <laughs> Jesus, my kid knows how to pick locks or something because she just, I look up and she's right there all the time. Can I just go to the bathroom, Amari? Oh my Can gosh. I just go to the bathroom? But I think, you know, in all seriousness, the, the my point in all of that is like, it's okay for everyone to be just where they are because the impact of this will be very different for each person. And I just, my hope and encouragement is like to be kind with other people. Um, the other thing I think I would say is like, in allowing this to be your own process and be what it is, like, create space to do something that is filling or enjoyable for you. And so I, I've seen some posts online that are just like, oh my gosh, like people are having birthdays in the midst of this people are losing people in the midst of this people are having anniversaries like there are still life events that are happening and so I think it can be healthy and helpful to do something that you enjoy and it might have to be in a different kind of way so maybe you can't go out to happy hour I've seen people having happy hours over zoom with their friends just like hey let's meet up at this time Everybody bring a glass of wine. We'll just catch up. I got a chance to catch up with some old coworkers a couple of weekends ago. And that was really cool. It was like four of us and we just kind of chatted. And there were some down moments where we weren't talking, but we were all just kind of on the phone, just kind of sitting there. But it was nice. I've sat outside. I've taken walks. Um, I have friends that have like built things because they're really handy. Mm-hmm. I know people that have painted, mm-hmm. that have done sidewalk chalk, mm-hmm. like Even if it's unconventional, I think it still can be refreshing to be able to do something that you enjoy. I've seen so many artists doing like Instagram live and Facebook live concerts and things like that. And so if music is your thing, like pull up a concert, pull up D nice one night and just have a dance party in your living room. Mm -hmm. You know, like (laughs) there are so many things that are available. I think people are really trying to think outside the box. while they're in this space Dang it. so i i think it could be helpful to um do something for you for enjoyment or to relax um and just kind of have a moment of being filled whatever that is for you sure thought i was gonna make it the whole time without coughing just well i mean it's fine <laughs> the people gonna ask you if you got corona though okay I don't think so. I'm hoping that I... I Did you see that meme? Uh Uh-uh. It said, uh, in your house, instead of saying, bless you, people yelling corona. Oh, God. (laughs) So it's like somebody sneezed, they like, corona. Oh, my God. Or the Cardi B, coronavirus. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Our world, just the way that we think now, (laughs) I wonder if my grandmother would have even gotten it. Like, what are y'all talking about? (laughs) Um... No, I, I, as far as I know, I don't. I, I low key, I'm like, I hope I already did and had mild symptoms. <laughs> like, I hope that I, that it's, it's past our house. It's come through and left and we, and we good. Um, but no. And, um, 
Yeah, if that were to be my lot, I hope that I would bear it well. Would be the question. Would be the the hope. Um, yeah. I do. I, I do hope that I would bear it well. That I would. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's it. That's 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 the end of our episode today. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Hopefully, something that we 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 shared today helps um you in your circumstance, whether that is from a place of encouragement. Or even you feeling normal. I know sometimes <laughs> uh, when someone can normalize, you know, something for me, like I can share like, oh, this is where I'm at or what I'm going through or what I did. And when I hear on the other side, like, and you are perfectly normal, like it just sometimes has been a comfort to me over the years to know that like, oh, I'm not the only one who feels that way or I'm not the only one who has thought this or has felt this pressure or whatever so i'm hopefully you know something in our conversation today uh, was encouraging to you or helped you to feel uh more normal and you can kind of let go of some of that pressure uh maybe that you were feeling um but we're praying for you um and we're we're, we're praying for just for the country right now and for our leadership and all that all those good things um so yeah thank you for listening and for tuning in um, I believe that we'll be coming up on the end of season two um, sometime here in the near future. And so make sure that you tune in for these last few uh, episodes. Um, we'll have another one for you this coming week. Uh, this past week, we didn't have one because I started this thing called The Collective, which um, I kind of talked about a little bit with the patrons uh, at the at the very beginning of the uh, raw episode. But for our current listeners... The Collective is a uh, community of women who are passionate about connecting and building deep, meaningful relationships while social distancing. And so um, the call went out for that a couple weeks ago, maybe, or a week ago. And uh, we had 27, uh, 20 some odd women uh, connect with us um, in that time. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to continuing to walk with them for the next several weeks, um, just pouring into them, encouraging them, listening, uh, giving them a space to share and to kind of let, let out kind of some of their thoughts and feelings about all that's going on. And so we'll be opening up another collective soon in the near future. If you, um, are interested in doing that, you can go or, or being a part of that or hearing about when that next opportunity is coming. You can go to heartconvoscom slash the collective. Um, and you can get put on the waiting list if you're interested in being a part of that community or learning more about about that community when the opportunity opens again so that's what was happening last sunday we apologize for not having an episode up but we'll have one for you uh this coming sunday and so we love you guys and hope uh that you and your families are are safe and protected and uh yeah wishing you the best um in this time and so until next time please remember it is not a hard conversation y'all it's a heart conversation peace hello